You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast, follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Strict Anonymous. If you want to see my videos on YouTube, there's two videos on YouTube where you could see some parts of me, (laughs) Um, but all my episodes are up there too. And I love YouTube. People comment. I comment back to them. I love the people who follow me on YouTube and talk to me on YouTube. Uh, So you could follow me there, Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You can find me there. Subscribe. I guess that's what it's called. (laughs) Called follow. It's called subscribe. Um, I have a new Patreon account. I have people signing up there. I have a couple different tiers, just three tiers, I think. I just just sort of narrowed it down. There's one tier where you get uh, early access to my podcast. This podcast normally comes out. The new episodes come out on Sunday night at 830. If you sign up on my Patreon, you get these episodes on Friday afternoon. Uh, that's the first tier. And then there's two other tiers where you get extra content. If you want the pantyhose content, you get extra episodes of pantyhose episode content there. Uh, if you want just regular episodes, the part twos and follow-ups and updates of all of the uh, people who call in, you'll get that on that uh, tier. And then everybody also gets a monthly Q&A. I just posted my, my first monthly Q&A. And I think it's really interesting. I give a lot of inside scoopage on the podcast, on that Q&A. People wrote in, asked me questions. A couple of them were about me. I'm going to do a full interview of me, and that's going to be up on the Patreon as well. When I get 100, when I get up to 100 patrons, I'm going to have that. But um, you do find out some interesting information on me, but a lot of interesting information on the show. Uh, That, like I said, that Q&A is up there. You get the Q&A with any uh, membership. So go to my Patreon, tr- patreon.com backslash strictly anonymous podcast. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. If you want to be on the show, you could be on the show, but I'm not taping people through July. I'm taking the month off of taping. I have just too many people taped and no place to post them because <laughs> I just post once a week. And I'm not going to be posting more than that because I have uh, too much going on. So uh, I'm taking off uh, taping people in July, but I will be taping people in August and you could sign up to be on the show and start because I'm going to be booking people all through the month. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to people about all kinds of things, mostly their secret lives or their naughty lives. But I just like giving people advice. So if you have a problem, even if it's a regular problem, about love or sex or any of that kind of stuff um, and nobody wants to listen to you or you have no friends and you need some unprofessional advice but good advice I think I give good advice you could be on the show go to my website strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show I think that that's it for my like promos and all that shit right I think oh no I did run a pantyhose like I you know I have this big pantyhose fetish following and I have a whole 
tier uh, on my Patreon, I think I told you. And some guy, one of the guys that were on my show, John Smith, he was on recently. He sent me a bunch of uh, pantyhose to wear. He wanted to convert me and be somebody that was into them. If you want to see the whole process, because I, I did a pre-interview, like a pre my thoughts on them. And then I did a full on uh, one hour interview with John about how I felt about them after I wore them. Uh, that's all on my Patreon. But I had a contest to see who would guess uh, who of my Patreon people would actually guess uh, which was my favorite. So Jason Tardis, 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 I think would be his the way you pronounce it. Uh, he's one of my patrons and he's the one who figured out and guessed which pair I liked the best. A lot of people took guesses. Uh, he was the only one that guessed the right one. I'm not going to tell you which one I like the best. If you care and you want to find out, you got to sign up for my Patreon. But anyway, uh, today I'm on a guy named Mo. Okay, this guy wrote in that he wants to talk about his pantyhose fetish, but we quickly went past that. You'll hear a little bit about that in the beginning. But what we get to mostly about Mo and what's super interesting about him is the role playing that him and his wife do, which involves rape and like roofing her drinks and, you know, getting her knocked out and then raping her. And then that's all something that they sort of role play together. But what he does after she's passed out drunk, I mean, he doesn't roofie her. That's just like a pretend thing, but that's what they role play. And when, you know, they drink when they do this and then when she does pass out just from being drunk, what he does afterwards is out of control. Like, and that's what we talk about. Uh, and I can't, I don't really want to tell you that much. It'll be in the intro, right? I mean, I always have to write it in so you'll know. So I'm just going to tell you, but like, I mean, he like starts to videotape and then he gets into this character, which I thought really, I really thought that this is who he was, but he's not. And then he posts those videos someplace and at they wait till the end because he gets into that. Like, there's a point where I'm like, okay, we're going to end now, you know? And then he brings up this whole thing like about being Mo and then that's not really who he is and uh, how and why he created that character. And like I said, the way it traces back to when he was younger is kind of interesting. <laughs> but yeah, he totally, after his wife passes out, he does all kinds of things, marking his territory, pissing on her pantyhose, uh, you know, the, the rape fantasy. He talks about it. He videotapes it. And then he posts that shit up on YouTube. Okay. And he gives a shout out to his, where his, those videos are, but his wife has no idea about the fact that he's doing this. It's cray cray, right? <laughs> and then there's a one point where he talks about something. I'm not going to tell you what this is, but he talks about something that he thinks is like really fucking weird, a weird fetish. And I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I just like that's happened with me with many boyfriends. Like, I just thought it was like a normal thing, but he thinks it's not. But this is what's so interesting about talking to people, right? Because everybody has different lines and boundaries and everyone thinks different things. And a lot of you are going to be thinking what he does is cray cray. And then you probably do the thing that he thinks is crazy and I don't know it's all backwards forwards whatever <laughs> but it's interesting and uh you know oh when I sometimes I've been doing my show for a really long time and I've talked to a lot of people and I always think oh I've heard it all but I fucking have it like this guy the shit that he does is the first time I was hearing about it I taped somebody recently that's what he does or did uh, one day recently that he talks about is like something I I will I've never heard of. I don't think I will ever hear again. I don't think you will either. And that that episode will be coming up. But this guy too, something like I was like, holy shit, I can't believe it. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Mo.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Mo, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Good, doing good. Yeah, so I think, you, I think you found me on YouTube, right? I think you were commenting a lot on my podcast there. Or that. Did you find me there or did you find me on the regular show and then went and looked at my YouTube channel? Oh, no, I found you on YouTube. Right, and you're another, you're a pantyhose guy, right? That's a fetish of yours amongst others. I'm assuming you have others. I think you alluded to that in your email. Yeah, I, it's, um, anything else is all related to pantyhose. Uh, there's a couple other fetishes I have or, you know, types of, uh, I don't know, perversions, if you will, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But, um, it all, it all, it's pantyhose-based usually, yeah, pretty much. Right, so it started with the pantyhose, and then it goes to these other things and different... And you use the word sneaky as well as, like, sneaky. I think that was, like, the last word you used in your email. And it's just like, <laughs> what, what does that... Am I... Is, were you just saying, like, you're sneaky about all this stuff, like nobody knows about it? Or is that something else that you do that maybe you're going to expand upon while when we talk? Um, Probably I'll expand upon it as we talk. Okay. Um, yeah. So tell me about your pantyhose fetish since everything leads, you know, stems from that. Why don't we start there? When and how old were you? Again, if you could remember that far back, how old were you when you remember, you know, first getting into or first being interested or having a pull towards pantyhose? Well, I remember, you know, just being a little kid, uh, being over a friend's house, um, seeing a mom, their mom dressed in pantyhose, a skirt and pantyhose, um, and just, you know, being fascinated by it at an early age, probably as, I don't know, early as five or six years old. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then maybe even, you know, if I've seen, you know, some, a woman with pantyhose on on the TV or a movie, I mean, that always, that always attracted me. Um, and then it kind of just, you know, it just kind of, went on and on as I got older. Um, I just had a guy, I just spoke with a guy, I taped another podcast earlier today, and he was saying that Price is Right was a place that he really checked out pantyhose, like the women there, you know, (laughs) back in the day, were always wearing pantyhose, and he was obsessed with watching Price is Right because of the hot chicks in their pantyhose. I don't know how old you are, or if you remember that show. No, I I grew up with uh, Price is Right. How old are you, Matt? Of course, I watch that, and I, I should say something else, Kathy. That um, it's I kind of have I guess it's a little bit weird. I like pantyhose, but pantyhose don't have the same effect on me if the woman isn't in like a nice skirt or dress. Right. I, I said I don't like them, but it's just amplified if the woman is dressed in you know a tight fitting skirt or a dress. Doesn't have to be a skirt up to her ass or anything like that. But you know something that's showing some leg. And I don't think that, that makes you, know, you weird. I think that ma- I'm sure that there's going to be, you know, tons of people who listen to your episode and are like, oh, I'm more like him. Like, that's exactly my thing, you know, because 
I've had so many guys on with so many of the same fetish, right? But it always expresses itself in a unique way depending on who you speak to. Yet you could see patterns, right? But not everybody is into the fetish exactly the same, right? But there's probably other guys out there like you that like it, but it has to be paired with like the skirt, right? So are you saying that, you know, if like say your girl or whoever you're with is wearing pantyhose or in your fantasy, right? The girl has pantyhose. She always has a skirt on too. And that's what, that's what you like. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then I, I can I can expand on that a little bit more. Sure. If you want. Also, yeah. you know, I I like the shoes, but the shoes have to slip on and off. They can't be like strap on. They gotta slip on and off. Interesting. So yeah. Like if they're yeah. So I because I like the I like that shoe dangling also. Mm-hmm. They slip in and out of their shoes. Um, and that's another thing. I'm really I really love any host feet, but. I don't think I'm a foot fetish guy because their feet do, does nothing for me. Absolutely yeah, 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 nothing. yeah. No, I've heard that before too. Like it, it's not, you know, where guys like a foot job with pantyhose on, but it's, and I'm like, oh, so maybe you have a foot fetish thing too, but it's like, no, they're not interested in feet without the pantyhose on, right? It's more about the <laughs> yeah. feel of the pantyhose and what the pantyhose is doing to everything, right? Maybe, is that correct? No, absolutely correct, yeah. yep. Now, did you, because a lot of guys talk about their teachers and seeing their teachers dangling their shoes and, you know, and having their experience, you know, that as one of their first visions, you know, and uh, do you remember that as a child seeing your, or like as a kid in the younger grades, like a lot of, because, and I'm always surprised because I'm like, God, if I was a teacher and I was listening to my episodes, I'd be like, Ooh, I got to watch what I wear to class because I'm sure these teachers had no idea that, you know, they were triggering their little students in their class by you know taking their shoes off because you know their high heels were hurting their feet and you know the stuff that they were doing that these guys talk about on my show that made them you know sometimes it's before their sexualized beings right but it definitely got them interested do you do you remember that kind of stuff happening to you when you were younger oh, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely i mean i remember teachers that just seemed like you know 100 years old that i wouldn't be attracted to necessarily but you know, they're wearing the skirt or the dress, and they have uh, the flat shoes on that slip on and off, or even maybe some pumps. And, um, you know, noticing the pantyhose, and yeah, they slip it, they're slipping their shoes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Total turn on. Right. And, um, yeah, I was always fascinated by that. And, yeah, so, for sure. I mean, that's, that's probably everybody's story growing up. It's, Not really, because I feel like I've been talking to pantyhose guys for many years, and that's something that I just heard recently, and then I heard it a million times after. I don't know. It's just like I feel like I'm always learning new things, right? So when you were when you were younger, and this was how old are you now, by the way, Mo? I'm fifty. You're fifty. Okay, and now are you married? Yes. Now, is this a secret second, life from your wife, marriage. or does she know? Does did your first in, wife know, and does this wife know about how into pantyhose you are? Uh, yes, they both they both do. My current wife does, um, but she doesn't know everything. I mean, I've kind of kept a few things under wraps. Like what? Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we, we, I don't even know where to start. Really, um, you know. We're, we started role playing, and she knows I'm into the pantyhose thing, and um, you know she'll dress up like she's my secretary, and I'm the dominant boss. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, we have fun with it. She enjoys it. She likes wearing the pantyhose for me and everything. But um, <laughs> there's things, certain things that I do that she's not aware of, I don't think, that right. turn me on. Like, I, you know, I'll masturbate on her pantyhose. Then she'll put them on and I'll look for the cum stain on them, you know. And um, that <laughs> excites she, the hell out of me. And she has no idea, though, that like, so you're jerking off on them when she's not around. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Right. Oh, right. that she is. She knows I like to do that, though, because I, because you know, when we're in the bedroom and we're, oh, you know, this is the sneaky thing. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, exactly. interesting, and right? You, you have this need to be. You want that naughtiness or that sort of right? It's kind of like cheating sex. Like you want to do something that she doesn't really know about, and so it increases like your pleasure right but it has to be something that she doesn't know because it doesn't make sense like she knows that you're into that so you could do that in front of her she'd be totally down but it's the fact that she doesn't know about it that's the turn on to you on top of it right that's making it even more yeah and now she knows that like you know when we're getting in the bedroom and we're having our you know we're ready to make love and you know she always wears a skirt and pantyhose for me every time which is great, mm-hmm. you know, when I make love to her. I mean, I don't have to, but she does, and I, I think we both enjoy it. But, um, you know, I'll make comments like, um, you know, I, I tell her that I want to mark her, mark my territory on her pantyhose with my semen, and I'll, you know, I'll rope up against her pantyhose leg, and and she seems to have fun with that. She seems to be okay with that. Um, but she doesn't know that, you know, I don't do it every day, but, I mean, some days when, you know, she's not available to me or whatever, maybe she's on her period, you know, I'll masturbate right under her pantyhose, and um, you know, I, like I said, once she puts them on, I'm looking for the semen stain, and if I see it, it's really exciting to me. And I know she doesn't know, and it's just it's that naughtiness that um, yeah, you know, that turns me on, I guess. Yeah. What other sneaky things do you do behind her back that she doesn't know about? <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm gonna put it out there because it is a strictly anonymous. So. Yeah, I don't even um, know who you are. You don't know who I am. I'm anonymous too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I'll do other things like, um, and this, this, I don't know, this may seem kind of weird, but, um, I, like I said, I, I have like this, this idea that I want to like mark, mark her pantyhose. I want to mark yeah. my territory so they belong to me. And it's almost like, you know, they're, they're beautiful, they're sexy pantyhose legs, but I want to do something to them to like, I don't know, I don't want to say desecrate, that's probably too strong of a term, but like to, I don't know, do something to them so it, where they're, we're tainted, sort of. So what, what, I'll I'll do things like, like I might like not change my socks for like days at a time and get them all sweaty and stinky, and then I'll rub my socks on her pantyhose. You know, but play footsie with her. She probably doesn't know that how stinky my socks are. Yeah. But you know, I'm kind of like barking her with my 
You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. And that's a, and maybe that's, that's like a power thing. I don't know. Like, right? I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. What about no, that? I think it is, yeah. What were we gonna say? I was just gonna say I, I agree with you. I think it is like a power thing. It's almost like a conquest thing. Like, yeah, you, know, you want to dominate you it. To Mina. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like you want to be like you're degrading them but just a matter just so that they're like beneath you like you're so you don't it's the same thing like of getting that ownership and it's kind of like the dog peeing on the you know fire hydrant like you said it's like that it's still sort of similar to that you know owning it marking your territory it's a little bit one step further but i think it has the same it's from the same place of like wanting to dominate and wanting to own and wanting to make it yours, you know, and you be the dominant part of that situation. Yeah, I, I totally like it's um, like I'm sexually conquesting her. Yeah. I'm making her mine. Yeah. And, you know, if another man comes around her, he'll see my semen. He'll, he'll smell my foot odor on her. Yeah. Or, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, it's, it's a very animalistic. I, I, it's a very, you know, <laughs> it, it comes from, like, listen, I think that we're all human beings or whatever, but, like, we're all, we're animals too, right? And I just, it, you could sometimes, like, that's a very, I think, from that animal part of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree totally. And another thing I do that's maybe even a little bit more edgy or embarrassing, but I'm going to put it out there, is that, um, you know, sometimes we'll have some drinks, and she'll pass out, and I can, you know, she can't handle the drinking as much as I can. Yeah. And she'll pass out in her pantyhose, and I'll, and I started doing this, I started videotaping me peeing on her pantyhose, and that's another <laughs> thing that's just thrilling for me. <laughs> and I've actually kind of made, like, whole movies with it, you know, where, oh you know, I'm, I'm pretending like I, I drugged her, and I put her to sleep, <laughs> and now I'm going to mark my territory, and then I'm going to, you know, have sex with her, and have my way with her, and it's, it's just really thrilling for me, you know, and I... You know, I don't know. I'm doing it within the context of a monogamous relationship. Yeah, you're. You know? li- I so, mean, listen, I you're know. not doing it with strangers. I mean, I'm laughing because I'm like sitting here thinking, like, I love what I do. I mean, to just be able to hear this shit, like stuff that you never would believe go it goes down. You know what I mean? And is going down in people's houses, right? And I'm sure, you know, your whole family would never believe, right, that you're the guy that's doing this. And but now we all are hearing about it. It's just so fascinating to me, right? But um, and that's the only reason why I'm laughing. And yeah, listen, you know, you never you to be able to let release that fantasy within, like you said, a monogamous relationship with your wife, you know, and just live that out as a pretend scenario and get off is harmless. I mean, she's sleeping. I don't know. Like, you know, let me ask you this, because we're like you have these videos, right? You're taping it and stuff like if your wife found one of those videos, how do you think she'd react? I don't know. I really don't know. I think she might be mad at me, but I don't think she would, like, leave me. Right, like, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, another thing that, um, maybe this is worth mentioning, I don't know, it's kind of a sidebar, it's not really necessarily part of the pantyhose thing, but, you know, like I said earlier, we, we role play. Yeah. And we'll, um, you know, she'll be the secretary, I'll be the boss. Uh-huh. That's usually our general, our general, you know, role-playing scenario. Yeah. But um, she actually has a rape fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I cover her mouth and I pretend like I'm raping her, yeah. I mean, she comes, like, crazy. 
Yeah, she like. Yeah, I think that's a common fan. Not, I mean, not so common, but common. I think a lot of women like that. If even if it's not all the time, at once in a while, or at one point in their life, they tried it out. You know. Right, and she's even said stuff like, you know, you know, when we'll have some drinks, she might pass out. She's like, did you drug my drink last night or something? Did you? you could have had your way with me. You could have raped me. Like it's like, and it, I was just getting excited by this when she's telling me this, you know, and the whole rape thing. I, I just kind of. But she might be getting like, excited about it too. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's kind of what I kind of actually maybe take this next step and do, like you know, where I'm doing these things to her when she's sleeping and being sneaky about things and. um you know, I'm not, I'm not blaming her entirely. No, but you're <laughs> but saying I, that I she's that, not totally like a victim. It's not like you have this vanilla lifestyle with your wife and she thinks, you know, you're fucking her missionary style. And then all of a sudden she passes out and you go off the rails. Right. I mean, you guys go pretty far into this fantasy. It's just that when she passes out, you take it one step further. And probably given how into that fantasy your wife is she might be into that yeah I've, I've almost thought about trying to turn her on to it but like i said i don't know it's just so risky and not only that you know, it I'm, might I'm not gonna... it might take away from the pleasure for you well that's true I see that's like that. well <laughs> i think sometimes that's what it's a like that's what it's about you know because it might lose its extra kink if she actually knew about it. I mean, and sometimes that's a part of people's secret lives. You know, I've had guys on here that are living these secret lives and they love what they do, but they never want to bring it home because they don't think that they could bring the two things together, you know, because maybe sometimes they think, you know, if they bring it into the open, it won't be as hot. Right. Um, And because listen, you have the hot thing with your wife. It's as hot as it can get, right? You guys are living out your fantasies. You could both are into role play, so you're probably good at it and both could go there in your imagination. And role play is very hot, right? If you could do it and you're with the right person because you could really live out any fantasy you want, right? You're both on the same page. She loves to put on the pantyhose and be the secretary and be, you know, if she likes the rape fantasy, it means she likes to be the sub, right? You're the person that loves to, you know, dominate. So you're in the perfect position. So you guys are like perfectly matched for all of that stuff that you guys are doing together. Like I said, you take it one step further. I think she'd be more than down to go further with you into it. Um... I think maybe you just, like I said, you know, if she knew, maybe it would take away like you that you keep a little bit of that to yourself because it's kind of fun. But I don't think it's that bad. Like you said, if your wife knew, I don't think it would be like, who the fuck are you? She'd be just like, why didn't you tell me? Maybe, you know. Well, that that should probably uh, lead me to the next part of this, which is also even more sneaky. Yeah. Um, You know, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, give a little bit of framework first. Um, you know, I, I penny old guy, I'm looking at legs on the internet, I'm looking at legs on YouTube. It just seemed like, you know, 
YouTube's just not as good as it used to be. I don't know why. Maybe it's just... No, I'll tell know. you I why. Like because they got really... I think that they really cracked down on any kind of sexual content and they uh, they canceled people's... I mean, I didn't know much about YouTube, but when I got on there just recently and started trying to get followers and stuff and actually work my YouTube channel because I never was really into it, mm-hmm. um, I found out that they, uh, a couple of years back, because of some problems they had with advertisers, they like, you know axed people out people can't monetize on there and stuff so they like it's just a big thing so there's not a lot of like sexual content allowed on there yeah well you know even though some of the stuff i used to watch it really was i wouldn't say it was you know x-rated i mean women slipping her heels footsie in a guy you know shit like that i'm like and I, i don't know if they actually you know i don't know if the um the person who posted them took them off or if YouTube shut them down. I don't yeah, know, that's what like happened. That's what happened. YouTube wound up shutting a lot of people down and they might have shut themselves down because if they stopped losing, if they lost all their advertisements, they were, you know, making money monthly, a lot of oh, money monthly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Then they're like, fuck you, YouTube, and got, got the fuck off because why are they going to put their shit on there for, for nothing? You know, I do it because I could get more listeners to my show and more downloads, you know, but I can't make any money on there because they won't let advertisers on my show. So that's probably right. why. But anyway, go on with, I can't wait to hear your well, yeah, next that, sneaky thing. <laughs> well, that makes sense. Because I used to watch this guy. He used to film his wife. Yeah. And it was hot as hell. And um, he had probably 30 plus videos. And yeah. His wife had a nice set of legs. And his wife would be flirting around with other men. Mm-hmm. And anyway, really hot. And that, that was just one of the ones that I watched. I wanted to say the guy's name or whatever. But anyway. Um, anyway, so, you know, I, 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 I'm... All in the pantyhose, I got pictures, you know. One time, I will say this, that I had, like, a whole pantyhose gallery of pictures on my phone. My wife found it, and she was pissed. She's like, you're cheating on me. And I'm like, no, these are just pictures, you know, I'm in the pantyhose, honey. And then she you know, she was really mad about that. But she uh-huh. took that as, like, I was cheating on her. Right, so because there are other women's legs, right. Yeah, she's like, I, you know, you don't look at other women's legs, you can look at my legs. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I, I just wish... And she'd understand. This is my take on it. She takes it as I'm cheating on her. My take is this is just exciting me to where actually when it's time to fuck you in the bedroom, it's going to be even better than it was before. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally understand that. But a lot of women don't. I have to say I've had friends like find porn at their guy's house and they're like devastated. Like, why does he need porn? He has me. I mean, it's such a. It's. I think women don't understand that men are wired a little bit different. I think a lot of women do understand it, but some women don't, you know, and they don't understand that it doesn't mean anything that, you know, they could go out and look at porn or just legs. I mean, you're just looking at legs. It has nothing to do with anybody else. But you're going to need to see other people's legs sometimes. I mean, it doesn't take away from the fact that you go home to her, you know, and that she would think it's cheating. I think is totally ridiculous. And she was, if she was my friend, I'd try to talk her down from the cliff. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And try to explain to her how guys are you know but a lot of women just you know it's like an ego thing you know like oh you shouldn't need any other legs but mine I mean but that's just so unrealistic well yeah and I have to say I don't know I had probably about 15-20 pictures of women's legs I had maybe about three of them where you could actually see their head you know what I mean yeah but were they girls that you were talking to I'm sorry were they girls that you were talking to 
No, they were just pictures I right. got. Right, so she, what she doesn't understand or, is when you're walking around the store with her, you guys are at the movie, you're doing the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? You're going to see women yeah. in legs and you're going to be turned on by them because you like fucking pantyhose. And the fact that she doesn't understand that you could be turned on by other people's legs and doesn't mean anything is her own problem. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, but... Uh, I, yeah, I... I think it's her insecurity, and I have told her, you know, and I mean this when I say this to her. I'm like, look, you got the best set of legs I've ever seen, I've ever had, and I'm like, you defeat all girls. I mean, all you got to do is put on a skirt and pants, and you you are are like the best woman in the world to me. And I mean that. I love her. Yeah. I've never cheated on her. I never would cheat on her. Right. But I'm still dealing with this fetish that I'm feeding right or wrong, indifferent, whatever, but... Right, um, but it's okay. Like I said, if I was her girlfriend, I'd try to explain to her that all those things can exist at the same time. You know what I mean? That it doesn't mean that yeah. just because you have some pictures of, the, you know, people you don't even know, legs and pantyhose means anything about. And it's there's no threat to your relationship yet. She see she saw it as one, you know, but that's just how some women think doesn't mean to say that some guys that do have that are fucking cheaters and that's why they are doing that but you're not you know and so you're here to say that guys can be totally monogamous totally into the girl think that their girl has the best fucking legs or tits or whatever it is but still look at pictures of other ones at some point you know what i mean it doesn't matter that's that's just my psa to any girl that's listening right now this is just the way (laughs) that it is and it doesn't mean anything you don't have to you know worry or freak out Right on. Yeah, and you know she does have like these. She's in the bodybuilding guys. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a bodybuilder. I try to lift weights. Yeah, I'm not in bad shape for eight, for 50 years old. But you know she looks. Look at the big buff dudes. Yeah, she gets these um pages she goes through the big buff dudes, and I'll, I'll tell her well, what the hell is this, and I don't care. I don't. I, it doesn't bother me. She can look at guys all she wants. Yeah, as long as I'm the only one she's going to be with. Right. She can look at guys all she wants. If they're excited, cool. Come home and fuck my brains out. You know. Right. But, um, you right. You know, I, I'll, I'll razz her a little bit. I'll be like, oh, yeah, what's this? He's just checking his guys out, you know? So, you know, I don't know. So it's going to be kind of, you know. So anyway, I, you know, I got to be careful with that whole thing. But anyway, go, going I'll back get, to the I'll sneak, now, the, um, the next sneaky thing. Wait, I got to jump in here now, okay, and just give a little PSA, my public service announcement about what he's about to say, okay? Um, after I edited it, and listen back to it the first time. I was going to post this actually a couple of weeks ago. I did all my edits. Like I said, listened to it again, went through it. And I was like, hmm, I don't feel right about this shit. Like what he's doing is not only not cool, but I think it's actually illegal. I was like Googling and stuff. I was like, I got to give him a chance to come clean or maybe see the light. Maybe he doesn't even know that it's wrong. I don't know. I just had to have another conversation. I just did. Like I said, I didn't feel right about posting it. And certainly not giving out the information about where you could find the stuff that he's about to talk about. So I called him up. I told him I was taping the conversation. That conversation is taped. That conversation is going to be available on my Patreon page just for strictly for my Patreon members. I'm going to have another conversation with him again uh, since he's taken everything down. But that conversation started off with me explaining exactly what I'm saying to you. I was like, listen, dude, I was about to post your episode today, but I don't feel right about it. I think that what you're doing is not only illegal, but not really cool at all. Right. And I just don't unless you take down your stuff and you realize that what you're doing is wrong and you stop doing it, I can't air it because I just don't think it's, like I said, right or or legal. I'm thinking maybe it's illegal. I don't know. You tell me. I went Googling after we spoke. Um, he, did, he said he was going to think about it. I mean, that's really like at the end of that conversation, it was kind of like, hmm, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. And I said, fine, I'll sit 
back and I'll hold on to this episode, but I won't air it unless you, until you take that shit down. So then a couple of weeks went by and he eventually emailed me just the other day and said everything is taken off of YouTube. So the stuff that he's talking about now is past tense. It's what he did, what he used to do, right? I got to give my public service announcement here, right? And say right now that I don't agree with what he did. I think it's super not cool. I don't know why I didn't feel that way when I spoke to him. Um, I don't know why he didn't feel that way then, but he changed his mind. His stuff is off of YouTube. I cleaned up the episode and took out some stuff, some incriminating, like the not incriminating, but like, you know, he gave out a shout out to his YouTube channel. Um, but I took that stuff out. It doesn't exist anymore anyway. So there you go. But I, so you'll hear some weird edits and that's where I had to take out some, like I said, that information, um, because I didn't want to promote or right. Promote would be the right word. I didn't want to promote it. Uh, but like I said, I'm only airing this because his stuff is off air, off the air. It's not, he's not doing it anymore. And, uh, it's, it's, he saw the light, I would say. (laughs) So now you form your own opinion. Now I put this whole story, not the episode, but I posted this whole story on my Patreon page and allowed people to sort of chime in and tell me what they thought. And a lot of people were like, oh, this stuff goes on all the time. But I think that, you know, there's a difference you see in porn a lot of times, you know, people mocking up a scenario, right? where they're doing something secretive or, you know, taping somebody without their knowledge. And, uh, and that's a part of the turn on, right? It's like, you're kind of like a voyeur looking in on something that someone doesn't know you're looking in on. But it's one thing when they're mocking that situation up. It's another thing when it's actually going on, right? If you're a guy that likes like peep show porn, right? And you're watching porn of like, and they're pretending to look up girls skirts or something. That's one thing. But when there are people that are producing that kind of porn and they're actually doing it without the woman's knowledge, like that's a totally different thing and it's totally fucked up. Right. So that's the difference that I have to say. And that's what he was doing to me was the first thing he, or the second thing, right. That I said, (laughs) was doing it without his wife's knowledge. And that's the fucked up part, right? But he changed his mind. He took everything down. So let's get back to Mo. And now you could hear what he does and form your own opinion. Send me your your thoughts about this whole part of the episode, uh, Strictly Anonymous Podcast at Gmail.com, because I'd love to hear your thoughts. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on again with Mo. Oh, and if you want to hear our conversations, because like I said, I I called him and said, like, listen, dude, this is not cool. I can't air it. You know, I was trying to hopefully like create a light bulb moment for him. And and he didn't have it at that on the first call. But we're going to have another call. And that first call and the second call will be on my Patreon page. So if you want to hear those calls, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous podcast. Okay, I'm going to be right back on now with Mo again. The next sneaky thing, yeah, okay. Um, so let me see. I'm gonna try to do this where it makes sense and I'm not all over the place. It's okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking at. I'm looking at. You know, I'm still on YouTube looking at legs. I can't find anything worth a damn. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Here and there, you see a nice set of legs, or you get something that turns on. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm just like, you know what? I should just post my wife on YouTube and make some chat, make some videos, or some you know, have my own channel. And see what kind of reaction I get. 
Oh, so, you know what? Now um, I realize why you kept saying go to my channel. And I like I have to yeah. let you know, Mo, I, I never did. And I don't I don't like to. There's something about having the people who call my show be completely anonymous, especially to me. That really helps me have a conversation that's very unbiased and nonjudgmental and without any preconceived notion. So I don't like to see someone's face. I don't like to see anything about them or know anything because it just it it just helps my show become what it is, which you know, and and it just helps me get the content the way I like it, which is just very honest and real. Um, so I never looked at your. I never went to your YouTube channel, though you kept telling me. And now I know why you were telling me to go there, because on there, I'm assuming you have your pictures of your wife. Yeah, and, and, and I totally respect that. Yeah. And in a way, I was actually kind of nervous about you even going on there. I don't know. So, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah, I never look. I refuse. Uh -huh. and, and if you never do, that's fine, too. I'm not expecting no, you to. No, and I never like will. That. I don't even afterwards. I don't. I never like right. to see anyone no, or fine. know anything about people that call my show. And I love it like that. No, that's, and, and that's fine. But um, yeah. anyway, so I'm getting a little bit more risky. You know, the wife's got these rape fantasies. I'm kind of feeding into it even more. Um, I like being sneaky. You know, I'm, uh, you know, jacking off on her pantyhose. I'm rubbing my stinky feet on her, you know, trying to mark my territory like I'm dominating her and con sexually conquesting her. So anyway, you know, I put this shit on YouTube, you know, and I your videos or are they videos lot. or pictures? Or I guess they're, videos. The videos, the videos of me and my wife in the bedroom. She's passed out drunk, <laughs> oh and my you know, God, I'm, I don't show her face. I don't yeah, show yeah, my yeah, face, yeah, but I'm showing it. her legs. Uh huh. You know, she's got a nice set of legs, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm rubbing on them. I'm rubbing my feet on them. Are I'm you talking? On them, but you can't. In some of them, I am. Some of them, I'm not. Okay. And I'm whispering really quiet, and I'm saying like. You know, yeah, I put you to sleep, put the, um, I spiked your drink and put you out, and I'm going to take advantage of you and all this other <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like a and little rape fantasy. Yeah. What's that? It's yeah, like right, a rape yeah. fantasy, so, yeah. I, right, yeah. So, you know, I'm getting ready to devour her, and she's, she is completely clueless that this is going on. <laughs> and I kind of feel guilty about it, but at the same time, oh nobody God. knows who the fuck it is. I mean, no, I know, but you know, I, wait, but wait a second. How many hits do you get on those videos? Do you get a lot? Well, that's just the, that's what I'm so worded out about because I'm they've been up for only a couple of weeks, maybe two or three weeks at the most. Yeah, some of my videos have gotten almost like 600 views. Yeah, but they never get that many likes uh -huh. and I never get that many comments. Well, maybe people are afraid. I don't know. Could people see what you like and comment on on YouTube? I don't know. Like maybe they're afraid. You know. You know how it is. Listen to this. I always say like when people are really horny, it's like being in a drunk state. And then the minute you come, it's like you're back to reality. And a lot of times you're like freaked yeah, out, you that, know, so. That could be. So, oh, my God. So you po post that. Now, I'm hoping that on YouTube, OK, you have a very fake name. I have a what? I'm sorry. You have a fake name on YouTube. I'm hoping you're using a very yeah. fake name, fake account. Like, cause well, let me tell you, it's one thing about, you know, taking the videos and jizzing on your wife and doing all that stuff and keeping it on your phone. When you're going and putting that shit onto YouTube, I have a feeling if you're, I mean, that is taking it one step further. And I think, you know, you're looking at scary territory as far as if she ever fucking found out. I'm, I'm sorry. I missed what, what she said, I think. Can you say oh, okay. that? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. If she finds out, 
Okay, it's one thing for her to find out these sneaky things that you're doing, but when you take all right. that sneaky stuff, right, and you put it on, put YouTube, on YouTube, if she ever somehow found out and found those videos and found out that you posted them on there, that's a whole different story. I'm just saying that could be that's like a that could be in her eyes something really bad. <laughs> Right. I thought about that. But, you know, again, I, I'm not showing her face. My face isn't on there. I mean, probably there are only a few people in the world who could actually identify her by looking at her legs. Right. No, um, I don't think that she would find out from somebody else. But, I mean, you know, a lot of I mean, one of my favorite questions to people is like, where do you hide your shit now? I mean, your YouTube stuff like, I mean, could she stumble upon your YouTube yeah, account? It's, it's, yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. But, you know, you should have to. You know, I got the password. She doesn't. No, she it's more. Access. A lot of I times it's. YouTube. No, but a lot of times it doesn't happen by somebody going and snooping. A lot of times it just happens by somebody leaving some shit up at some for some reason. You know what I mean? By mistake. I'm just saying yeah. that, you know, you got to watch your shit. I'm wondering, though, for you, Mo, if you I feel like your girl may be down for all the stuff that you're into that she would go along for the ride. Like, would you be able to say to your girl, like, hey, babe, like, you know, let's put our things up, like, on YouTube. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I I don't want to go looking at porn, but, like, maybe we could do it together and post it up and see if, like, people think it's hot. Like, do you think that she would go for that? She might. She might, because she's, you know, she's into the fantasy role play. Um, She's actually trying to work on, like, a romance novel right now. She's... She's written a, pr- a book previously, uh-huh. um, you know, no, no big publishing contract or anything like that. But, but yeah, she's she's working on that, and she's I mean, she's really hypersexual, and I guess I am probably also. And she has but, a good um, listen. She's a writer, so that's where her imagination comes from, right? So that's where like yeah. she's totally down with it. I feel like if you think your wife might, that means she will, which means that what you really need to do, even if, you know, her knowing about that stuff is going to take away a little bit of the fun for you. I think it's going to be fun to the hundredth power if you could actually and be 10 times more fun than just being sneaky. If you if you get her to do it with you and you guys you know, take that idea that you have in that fantasy and live it out and put it out there in the public. And and if she starts enjoying it with you, that could be like fucking amazing, you know, for real. And you tell her like, listen, we don't have to put our faces in it. You know what I mean? Nobody will know. We do it totally anonymous. We could maybe make money for it down the line. You don't know. You know what happens um, that I think you need to try and figure out a way to get her on board. Well, you know, I'll think about that. Like you were mentioned earlier, though, part of the excitement for me might be the sneakiness. Uh, yeah. um, that wouldn't be then; it wouldn't be as sneaky anymore. But uh, right. also, the other thing I'd be concerned about, though, is um, you know, I don't know if she's going to be down with me pissing on her pantyhose legs. You know, that might be an issue, or I don't know. Well, you know, that's <laughs> a whole pee thing. You know what I mean? And like, uh, have you guys ever, you know, done anything with pee besides like what you're doing behind her back? No, never. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've mentioned to her, you know, like, I like, I'd be like, you know, I'd be humping on her leg, kissing on her, rubbing on her, and I'd be like, I'm going to mark your pantyhose with my semen and mark my territory. And like, I'll, I'll over, you know, jack me off. Yeah. And, you, you know, I'll get her hand all nice and gooey. Mm-hmm. And I'll take her hand and I'll force her, I'll force her hand to wipe up that semen off on her pantyhose, mm-hmm. which I think's hot. And I don't yeah. think she, 
she goes along with it. I don't think she's really into it. You know what I mean? But she's fine she with it because you it. like it. But so why couldn't yeah. you introduce the pee thing to her too? Well, you know, I could. I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. I don't know. It's kind of, you know, it's it's. I'm kind of just delving into all this right now, so that's something I need to think about. I'll, you know. Yeah, I just listen. I just suggesting these things to you, Mo, because what happens is like you don't want to be 20 years from now that you just have like all this secret stuff like being leaving a secret life, you know, like a big secret life is fucking exhausting. You know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, like if eventually, you know, it snowballs. Right. And it's like it one thing leads to another. And before you know it, like I said, 10 years down the line, if you're living this huge secret life with this whole, you know, and your wife finds out, you know, you lose her forever. Is it worth it? Whereas I feel like because you're so in the beginning stages of all this sneaky stuff and because you have a wife that seems very open minded and as imaginative and sexually open as you are and into the stuff that you're into and freaky herself that I think you you should bring her on board now before you go off in this direction alone if you want to keep your marriage because you just it only becomes dangerous down the line like i said if it just gets bigger right imagine what happens on your youtube channel if you start doing new things and you get this huge following and then you start doing all this stuff there and then she eventually finds out you know it's just i don't know i think it's risky and if you really love your wife and you want to keep your relationship this is your second marriage you don't want to have a third I think you should try to bring her along for the ride. And I think that she would probably go for it and you'd be happier. I think giving up that extra pleasure that you're getting from being sneaky, you'd get more pleasure and then some bringing her along. That's just my advice to you, though. I know you're not calling up for advice, so I don't really want to cock block this conversation and make it all about that. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I, I see your point. It's a good point. And that's something I'll consider. But right now, like I, like you said, and I said, it's really the beginning stages. I don't even know if I'm going to keep this shit going. I mean, I might just, this might have been just a, a one-time thing. Yeah. In another week, another month, I might take this shit down and never do it again. Okay. Or maybe I'll take it down and start over again, like you just said. Yeah. Say, hey, babe, I'll try this out. Let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I I suggest. Just don't let it get so big. If it starts to get bigger, like try to, you know, try to bring her along, you know, because listen, I think that there'll probably be a lot of people. Look, you have 600 views already. I think, you know, the idea of that fantasy that you're portraying in that video would probably be super hot to a lot of people. You know, it's not yeah. just you, you know, what? <laughs> yeah, because you like it. And listen, that's what's so great about the Internet. We used to all like hide in our rooms and think because I'm 51, right? I'm your age. and We lived with where there was no Internet, right? And we were young and we had these thoughts and we thought that we were fucking psychotic. You know what I mean? Because and all alone and weird and all these things, you know, and then the Internet comes out and you realize you're not alone. And there's if there's somebody like you that likes something, there's thousands of others. Right. And that's uh right. That's the good news. You don't have to feel so weirded out about who you are. You know, that's why I do my show to sort of normalize these things, not normalize them, but make it like no big deal. You know, I don't really get freaked out by what people do sexually. I don't think it's a big fucking deal. As long as someone's not doing something like, you know, is not a pedophile or, you know, fucking animals. (laughs) What do I care? And, you know, um, but, uh, you know, your stuff, I'm sure there's other guys that are doing what you what you do and like like i said you're just taking it a little 
farther and that's where you're you might get into trouble down the line but it's not like you're going out and drugging your you're not drugging your wife right you're not raping her you are marking your territory she knows though that you have that and you like i said you take it a step farther and i just think that's slightly innocent right now not totally not a hundred percent you know but it's fucking interesting for us to listen to is you know what i mean yeah right <laughs> yeah I, you know I, I guess that's you know like i said that's really the main thing it's um the sneakiness and um just it's kind of like the dominating conquesting you know sexually conquesting her you know when she'd be taking her when she's you know, dressed to the nines in her pantyhose and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that whole role play. And then, you know, like I said, marking my territory and, you know, like I said, I'm not actually drugging her. She was passing out drunk and but then I'm p- pretending like, uh, look, we're making the move in the role play. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take advantage of you now. You know, I, I spiced, spiced a drink up and, you know, put you to sleep and, you know, I don't know. That's, that's exciting for me. <laughs> yeah, but she also kinda, has that fantasy. When you guys do the rape fantasies with her, yeah. right? How do you typically rape her? Like, what is her fantasy? Like, what has she brought well, to the she, table as far as what she likes? Well, she'll actually say rape me, and mm-hmm. then I'll put my hand over her mouth while I'm having sex with her, and she she goes into a frenzy, man. <laughs> I mean, she, she goes loves into it. a frenzy, right. and she will come like crazy. She's just like, every time you put your hand over my mouth, I come. Interesting, and right? She loves that. Uh huh. Yeah. So I mean, so it kind of turned me on at first. I was thinking, I'm not real judgmental either. I mean, I'm not into like, you know, really like disgusting like stuff, like looking assholes or something like that. But you know, I mean, you <laughs> oh, know, okay, that's a that's a fetish or whatever. I'm like, okay, so you know, wait, wait, you think licking an ass? Wait, but you think licking an asshole is like like a like a crazy thing? Well, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'd probably be in judgment. I'm sorry somebody out there is cursing me right now. But um, no, I just know. think it's interesting because I think that that's just something normal. Like you see that as like oh, a, okay. you see that as like crazy or and out there. Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. But. No. Why do you apologize? I love that. I mean, everyone thinks different things. I just think it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I, you know. I'm, there might be somebody thinking I'm weird by saying what I'm saying right now. So I guess I sh- I'm trying not to be too judgmental. Cause it's not being judgmental. That's just what you think. You're not being, ju- you're just saying that you, but I find it interesting that like, so when you say licking assholes, do you mean like if she licked your asshole or are you licking her asshole? Like you would never go near that part if you're like going down on her. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> Yeah, that's anyway, fine. I need mean to change the topic of the show. Let's get yeah. back to Penny. <laughs> no, no, no. First of all, I don't have any, I don't stick to any topics, okay? I don't know how many of my episodes okay. you all listen right. well, to, but show. I don't give a shit where the topic goes. I like to get on the phone with a total stranger and just see where the conversation takes us. Sometimes it's a total surprise. Sometimes it's not. We stick to like the fucking story, you know, but I don't, it's my show. I do what I want. And what I like is just open, honest conversations that, go wherever they want to go you know like me and you are sitting down for a cup of coffee and this is where what we're talking about you know i'm a naturally curious person so you say something i'm going to react to it and maybe it takes us someplace else but don't worry about that i don't you know what i mean don't worry about being judgmental or not or whatever you know that's not what this is about i just find it interesting that that's where your line was you know everyone has a different 
of opinions. You know, some people are going to be listening to your story and be like, oh, my God, he like he tapes her when she's passed out. Like, that's their fun. You know, like, what the fuck? You're like, oh. And then when you say, oh, I lick assholes. I've had a lot of guys lick my asshole. I don't really care about it. Neither neither here nor there. But I've never thought it's like, you know, I've always thought it's just something normal. You know, it's interesting to me that you think of that as something very abnormal. You know, everyone's different. We're done. You know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so go on. What, what? Why did you even bring that up? I forget. I don't know. I guess because my ex or my ex. I mean, your first my wife? wife's ex. Oh, your wife's ex. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. My wife now. Her, her yeah. Ex, she was. She's remarried too. Yeah. Um, she used to do that with her ex-husband, and I just found it like, wow. I, you know, it just seems like it was something I would never do, but. Anyway, that's why I brought that up. But so anyway, you'll never, um, you'll never, when you're going down on her, or in in your whole life with women, you've never gone near that part of their body. What about anal no. sex? No, I've never done that either. Right. So you don't like it, and you would I'm, never. I'm actually, I'm, other than this whole pantyhose thing. Yeah. I'm probably very, very conservative and boring. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, she's. A, my wife's even said, like, you know, we should do some other positions. And we have. We've done a doggy style and stuff. And I'm not against that. But um, she's like, you know, sometimes I get bored doing it the same way. And, um, you know, so, you know, every now and then we'll do it. I, we used to do it other ways, but we both kind of gained some weight as we've gotten older. So it's a bit harder to do. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, what we used to do, like, you know, I used to, you know, have sex with her in the chair and uh, put her up on the dresser and, fucker that way mm-hmm. but what about did she how do you know about that her husband used to like lick her asshole like did she talk about that to you did she like it did she find it disgusting like how did that come up as a conversation I, no I, I i can't remember i mean we're just it was just brought up she yeah. said that i guess she was just describing her ex's sex life to me yeah and i think i was revealing my sex life about my ex to right. her mm-hmm. and it was just brought up and she said that was one thing that her ex liked to have done to him and I just was like wow i just not into that you know it wasn't my thing and yeah. I just thought I was just surprised that she would do that for him but you know she's she's a good girl <laughs> man I mean she's gonna she's gonna make her man happy I mean she's made me happy I, I, I love her I mean she's, she's how wonderful. long you been married I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry how long you been married um, six years. Right. And now, were you open about the pantyhose thing with her right from the start? Uh, pretty much, yeah, because she was very aggressive early on. So I could kind of tell that, you know, there's probably, I could push the boundaries. And not that that's even necessarily pushing boundaries, but mm-hmm. I, I felt pretty comfortable about it early on. I expressed to her that, hey, this is what I like. This is what I'm into. And. And she's like, yeah, I love it. She's like, I love the way they feel on my legs. Mm-hmm. I actually think she likes guys looking at her. Yeah. She's walking around and mm-hmm. she looks. Mm-hmm. She gets off on that. As right. a matter of fact, it's funny because this whole COVID-19 bullshit, <laughs> and everybody's yeah. wearing the masks. Yeah. We couldn't go out to bars and stuff and we couldn't dress up at restaurants and stuff. She likes to get out and dress up and we'll dress up. Yeah. She's wearing the dang mask, rocking a 
mini skirt and pantyhose and heels when we're going to the grocery store. And I'm thinking, really? I mean, come on, man. I mean, no, should be, you should be care. fucking. Wanna... No, good for her. And you know what? There's a lot of guys out there that are like fucking jealous because their girl is in a messy bun in her pajamas for the past three months. So you should just like yeah. that's like that's great no. that she still wants to fucking look good and be hot. And you know, I think that's really good for her. How old is your wife? She's fifty. Yeah, that's great at her age because you know what happens sometimes. And I listen, I became a mom much later in life and I got away from like the sexy part of me for some time when he was like super young. And it's like it's hard to find your way back. I got myself back to that part, you know, and when you're because you're wearing sneakers all the time and you're dressed up in just like leggings, you know, and but you really never want to lose that part of yourself as a woman, because like I said, it you can lose it forever. And that happens a lot to older women. So you're lucky and you should be grateful that your wife is still, you know, wanting to be hot and sexy because that makes her want to have sex more, you know, because she's attached to that part of herself. So I think it's fucking good for her. I had to high five her. She was my friend. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. I, um, I'm a lucky man. Yeah. I really am. And guys have even told me that. I mean, I'm not just saying this because she's my wife. Yeah. Other guys have said, man, you're a lucky man. You know, you're, you know, you got a great looking girl. She dressed nice. Yeah. You know, and, um, and listen, yeah, you don't like to wear pantyhose. Fun. You don't like to wear pantyhose. Your pantyhose obsession is like to have your girl have yeah, them, right? I, yeah. I, I listen to some of your shows and some of the guys are into wearing them. And yeah. that's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I, I seem like every show I'm listening to the guys were like, I guess they're into them on the way with women wearing them. Yeah. But then they're also wearing them themselves. And I started to think, oh shit, I hope, I hope I, that's not like <laughs> prerequisite to call in that you have no, to be uh-uh. the chance to include wearing them because I mean I'll, I'll admit I tried them on before just because I was curious what the hell they'd feel like of course probably when I was a little kid I grabbed yeah. up from my mom's nylons mm-hmm. just to see what they were like the way they feel I'm like oh yeah, yeah they feel kind of cool but I never thought like you know I want to go strutting around and showing my shit off yeah like that you know I mean that never that never turned me on right but, and you um, never you just tried them on once and it didn't stick it wasn't the thing for you Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, no. and then hairy legs underneath the nylons don't look great anyway. So right, it's about women's legs. But no, I've had many guys like you with that, like, where they like the pantyhose, but they don't like it on the women. I, not all my, I have like 300 and something episodes. I've been doing my show for six years. Only like uh, maybe 100 and something are on YouTube. I have so many more episodes that aren't up there. So I have had plenty of guys on that uh, are into pantyhose in a different way. And no, there's no prerequisite to be on my show. I just, and like I said, I could talk to 50 guys that are into pantyhose or 50 guys that cheated on their wife or 50 women that were alcoholic. You know, and I'm always going to get a different story when I talk to a specific person because everybody is unique. And um, so I don't, I love to hear from a person that has a whole new story, you know, and yours is who cares about whether you wear them or not. You have that whole sneaky thing that you're doing. That's like, I is a first for me. And I, and it's so interesting, you know, it's like, so thank you. (laughs) So don't worry. I know you were very, I'm going to wrap it up now, but you like, you were very, concerned and uh, right from the start like I don't have enough to talk about it and my story's going to be boring and I don't think like trust me Mo I could have talked spoke to you for another fucking hour okay like seriously your your story I think is fascinating on more than just the pantyhose level because it's all the stuff that you're doing you know with the uh, the rape fantasy and the domination and the 
you know, and I could have gotten into that for another 45 minutes. So you could, you're always welcome to come back on and, and do a part two and we tape it and I air it on my Patreon page if you want. But this one is definitely going on my regular one because I feel oh, like it winds up to be, <laughs> I feel like it winds up to be a story that's a, about a whole lot more, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, and sure. so you're posing. So when you're doing your videos and you're talking it through, like, do you put yourself out there? Like, do you talk about your wife as like this blonde girl and you're this Arabic guy? I mean, um, well, I, I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I guess there's that whole, uh, what's, how, what's the words I'm looking for? The whole, um, the whole imagery of the dominant Arabic guy taking the white girl. I can't pick him from that old 1920s or 40s movie, The Sheik, uh-huh. where he seduces the pretty blonde girl and then she doesn't want to be taken, but eventually she is taken by him and falls in love with him. Um, I, I guess it maybe comes back to that. Plus things I've seen over the years that I planned on discussing, but we kind of didn't get there. Like things I've seen on like the Playboy channel and just some of the things I've seen on TV just kind of leave little, little markers. Mm-hmm. Um, that trigger me, and I, I take that and I fantasize with it. Um, I used to call into 800 numbers, 900 numbers, whatever, and I'd pretend I'm an Arabic guy. Uh-huh. And, um, and you know, I'm taking, you know, some white blonde girl, and it was just kind of like a fun thing for me. And I, I love it. That, I've never, I, I, that's so fascinating to me. Like, that's your alter ego. You're a white guy, but your alter ego is this Arabic guy. Now, do you think it goes back to that movie, The Sheik? Well, no, I th- that came later. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. I think what it comes down to is, yeah. and I'll try to be quick because I know our time's short, but, you know, growing up, yeah. where I grew up at, there was a pretty heavy Arabic population where oh, I grew up at. Okay, uh-huh. And I remember going to bars early on and, um, you know, just being a meat-hungry hound for sex, man, and women. And <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I was really always kind of shy, so I never really did well with ladies early on. And it's, I don't know why, because I'm really not a bad-looking guy. I'm not just saying that. Yeah. Because, you know, but anyway. Um, and I, I I see some of these Arabic guys with these pretty blonde girls, and some of them dressed to the nines. Yeah. And usually the Arabic guys were a little bit older, so they probably had some money. And I guess I, I kind of just, I amplified this little, or manufactured this fantasy of mine where, you know, these guys are seducing these girls and, um... I don't know. Just yeah, maybe. and then you, when you, in your fantasy, you wanted to be them. Yeah, and it, cause I, I remember thinking at the time, well, how come I can't score, you know, Yeah, that, like I mean, that listen, that makes guy. total like, sense of why that's yeah, so your I fantasy. Yeah, actually maybe like, well, I want to become this guy in my fantasy Of course, world, yeah. And, and, you know, and I'm going to seduce this girl the way she is. Yeah. And, you know, do all kinds of naughty shit to her and, you know, get on her pantyhose legs and you know, dominate her and, you know, that sort of thing. And I think it all fits into the whole sneakiness and the conquest and marking my territory. I mean, I'm trying to self-analyze myself here. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. I like to try to figure stuff out like that and see where it comes from. You don't make those connections. But that all makes sense, especially in, that's probably also the whole power and the conquering thing probably comes from that shy, younger guy who couldn't, get the girls or couldn't be that confident person or that, you know, and, and so you're making up for in these fantasies and you make yourself like, you know, more dominant and so aggressive, right? Because maybe, you know, you're, you were missing out from being even slightly that way when you were younger, you know, so you're like overly compensating in your fantasies, right. And living that out now. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you, Cassie. I mean, that's 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 probably you hit the nail on the head. I mean, if I had to, if I had to, that's that's kind of what I guess I'd yeah I'd try to sum it up as also yeah. Um, I'm trying to make up for lost time and maybe put myself in a position that. Maybe I wanted to be in years ago, but I was too emotionally immature. Yeah, and you didn't, right, and because you saw it, like, because you were younger, you see things in your mind as so much bigger and so much different, right? So now when you live it out, it's, like, so exaggerated, right? You become, right? But that makes sense that in the fantasy it is exaggerated than the reality of it, right? But looking as a shy person, sort of cowardly inward, you know, you're seeing these guys with these girls you're seeing them as so dominant and so all these things, right? And and then it gets expressed so, like I said, exaggerated. But that just makes sense. It's so obvious. You yeah. Know? And, you know, I, I also, I don't know how much time we got, but one thing I want to say, real yeah. quick, I dated this one girl. Yeah. Um, and I remember her telling me, you know, she used to go out with this Arab guy. Uh-huh. And I remember her telling me, like, oh, yeah, you know, we're he wanted to get me pregnant. He made me have sex without a condom. He tried to get me pregnant. You <laughs> know, working the territory, and, yeah. Yeah, and, and then I'm thinking like, well, I'm thinking like, well, that's probably only half true. Probably she wanted to be fucked by yeah. this guy, but she didn't want to be the guilty party. Yeah. She wanted to make it sound like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I had no choice. You know, he just, he made me do it. And, you know, and I, shit like that just leaves a marker on my brain and and, pray. and I like I said it festers for me and I start thinking and then other things I'll connect other things to it where it's like you know and that kind of manufactures this whole fantasy thing and, you know I'm this Arabic guy who's gonna you know I don't know oh my god <laughs> I love your alter ego I love the fantasy Thank of your you. I love what Mo wants to do I love where it came from I love all of it I think it's so fucking it's almost oh. funny to me but not in a bad way not like I'm laughing at you I'm laughing with you I just think it's great I think it's so obvious where it's coming from I don't see anything wrong with any of it I find it fascinating and like I said kind of funny but not in a bad way you know um, I uh I just think that it's just you're just a product of like where you grew up and what was going on around you, you know, and then this you took this all in and now you're running with it. And it's just fucking great. And what's so great is people are going to think it's an episode about an Arabic guy, but it's an episode about a white guy that wishes he in his fantasies. He's an Arabic guy taking down the blonde girl. I fucking love it. Right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could talk to you again. So if you want to call in again, let me know. We'll have, I'll, I'll air it on the Patreon panel. But thanks so much for calling in and telling me all this stuff. I feel like there's more that we could talk about. So we'll talk again for sure. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Cassie. I want to say that, you know, I love your show. I appreciate the time that you've given me. And thank you for, you know, putting me on your show. And um, I just, you know, I love, I just love the way you are. You're non-judgmental. You make people feel at ease. And that's why I felt, I, I, that's why I called in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I no, like I'm glad. I know you had your reservation. Yeah, I could tell you had your reservations at, at first, but that's why I pushed you a little because I knew that you'd enjoy yourself. And I'm glad I did because you had a really super interesting story, even though you didn't think so. You tried to talk me out of it a lot of times before you called <laughs> in. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'm glad I went with it because I, I've learned, you know, after doing this for so many years that, uh, you know, you never know. And I, because I just, if you ask enough questions, 
that's what my whole show is about. You know, I'm never interested in like interviewing famous people or people that do noteworthy things. I don't give a shit. I feel like you could sit down with the regular person. And if you ask them enough questions, you're going to find an interesting story there. Right. Because I just find people to be interesting. So, yeah, you had a much more interesting story than you realize. And uh, wait till you hear it back as a third person. You'll enjoy it even more. I'll keep you posted when it's going to air. It'll air soon for sure. Oh, thank you, Kathy. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in, Mo. (laughs) You're welcome. Bye. All right. Bye now. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Kathy. 